Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Q&A Questions with your favorite athletes. We're finally back after, what, Lucas, a very, very long time? I believe this is episode 28. With me, Lucas Goldberg of the Anderson men's soccer team. Lucas, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on here. I've seen a couple of my past teammates and some still present on here, so I asked and maybe I thought it would be next, and here I am, so happy to be here. Now, Lucas, I want you to just take a second and just introduce yourself. Tell us a bit where you're from, what position you play, things of that nature. Okay, so I'm uh, Lucas Goldberg. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I mean, living in Onda is a little town. It's in the country. Love, you'd love to see that. Um, uh, position? I don't even know what position I am. I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I play everywhere. Like, I, I don't know, to be honest. But anywhere but the back line, that's where I play. And, uh, yeah, that's basically me. Now, Lucas, two top 25 teams taken down so far this season. Pretty early. What, what do you think sparked this tremendous run early off in the season? Yeah, I don't know. Our, our mentality has been, like, the key to success this year. And, I mean, I wouldn't say it's been – it's been a season of ups and downs for sure, but when it comes to those big games, we always get up for them. And yeah, I, I mean, the Barry game was crazy. I mean, I've never seen that in my life. Number three, Barry. I mean, they outplayed us, but I mean, it's just like it was a miracle to be honest. But it was just our mentality, like we never gave up. That's really what led us to winning that game and being down two one in six minutes with six minutes left and somehow coming back. Can you describe those final? few minutes for me it was final six minutes for me of that very game because this is your very first game of the season too and they were number three no yeah so I, I was kind of mad because it was like first game back so like I wasn't fully like like fit yet and right when the second half started I, I cramped up and I was I was I was fuming but I mean I, I came in like five minutes left in the game and it was I mean, from just watching from the sideline, just seeing my like teammates battle for each other, it was it was crazy. And the amount of running in that game was probably absurd. Like if we had like the track monitors to like see how much we ran, because when you don't have possession of the ball, you're just chasing. And it was, I mean, they were just battling, winning every fifty. It was crazy. It was a crazy experience, and especially for me, because I've I've won nationals when I was like in 2017, so it was a while back, and. I mean, I haven't witnessed something, like, so special since, like, then in 2017. So that was, that was cool to witness again. You know, you're, you're an interesting player. You know, I'm, you mentioned earlier before that you really don't know what position you play. But I, I like to think that you primarily sit there in the midfield a bit. Now, you're a smaller guy. You can disagree with me on this, of course. But you're a relatively smaller guy, too. How do you keep afloat in the midfield against a lot bigger opponents, usually? No, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm for sure a smaller guy, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I would say, I would say midfield is primarily my, my position, but I, I mean, recently I've been playing on the wing and I don't know, but yeah, I mean, in the midfield, it's, you just need a battle in there. And if you're battling, the teammates next to you will battle for you. And that's just like, that's what carries the team on. So now you spoke of battling. You won the Trojan Award last year. What is that exactly? Because I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's some sort of character award. Is that the case, or correct me if I'm wrong? 
Yeah, it's it's basically a, a character award, and honestly, it, it was a pleasure to get that as like a freshman. Like, I mean, I don't know the story behind like, um, what's it called? The whole like, if there has been a freshman that's won it or whatever. But no, yeah, I mean, it was I wasn't expecting it to be honest, because I mean, I went to that uh, meet or whatever that like reunion thing end of the year like reunion, and uh, yeah, I was not expecting it because I thought they would have told me beforehand like, that I won the award or whatever, and I wasn't even planning on going to that, like, ceremony or whatever, because I had, like, two exams the following day, and then I think my coach was, like, telling me to come or whatever, and I guess I didn't really get the hint, but, uh, no, yeah, it's, it's basically an award of character, and I guess that's what really, like, led to me having such a successful season last year, so... Now let's let's talk on that season, Lucas. You came in as a freshman, obviously, and got a lot of really great playing time and had a, a lot of fantastic plays. I mean, you made a quite an instant impact, I'd say. How did you get to Anderson? And then tell me a bit about last season and what it meant to you. All right. So when it comes to the journey of me getting to Anderson, so I have, so I had a couple friends. So Nick DeFazio, who's on the team still. And uh, Trey Jackson, he was here freshman years, who's the same age as uh, Nick. And um, yeah, I was just, I was talking with them and also my coach, Coach Shiloh from Wando, um, he has a connection with uh, Coach Zion and he just reached me out to him and I was talking to him and I don't remember whether or not he, I I think he came to a couple of my games and, and liked what he saw and I wasn't even... And when it came to, like, how that season impacted me, I mean, I was not expecting to come in and be starting almost every game. Like, I was not expecting that. But, I mean, obviously, you want to play. So I was very glad that that did happen. But I think a lot of it led to me just working hard. And, yeah, I, I don't know. That's basically what led me to playing all those minutes. So Now... You mentioned that you came in to the Barry game. I guess you could say, quote unquote, unfit. What did you mean by that exactly? So, I wouldn't say unfit. So, I would say physically. I, I don't know how to explain it because it is physically, but it's also like, so I can run all day, and like you've like seen that on film. And like I can run all day. Like I wasn't exhausted. It was just my like legs physically were exhausted. So like, I don't know how to explain it. Like I could run if I wanted to, but my legs weren't allowing me. So that, that was basically what I mean by like fit, like fit, like, yeah, I could run a lot, but it's whether or not my legs want to do that for me. Like I'll do it cause like I can, but my legs are not letting me. So yeah, I'm just repeating myself, but so, yeah. So it, was, so it was almost like a mental block, but also like a physical block in a sense. Correct, yeah. I was, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think you understand what I'm saying. It's just my legs. Yeah, it, it was kind of mental, but it wasn't really mental because, like, mentally I wanted to keep playing, but physically my legs were not allowing me, so. <laughs> it's so it's so weird how that happens. I wonder if that has to do with anything in, like, the realm of sports psychology or if that is anything in regards to kinesiology. That's a whole different subject, yeah. though. But, you know, you spoke on teammates getting you here. I wanted to speak on some teammates that you have currently – does anybody ever mention the fact that you and Jace Hicks look a bit alike? I feel like you get that a lot. I would, I mean, honestly, not as much as I thought. Like, 
I mean, I always mess with him and be like, you're just like the little me trying to be like me, but like we're, I mean, he's taller than me, but whatever, I'm older than him, so you get the point. Um, but yeah, that, not many people say a lot, but yeah, I don't, I'm surprised people haven't been calling us out for that more, because we, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, our hair is pretty similar, but I'm getting a haircut soon, so, but it, it was, the blonde will go away, but I still, like, yeah, we look pretty similar. I'm surprised no one has not been calling us out that much for it, so. Yeah, because I was looking at the roster, and I was, I was scrolling through, I was like, okay, there's Lucas Goldberg, and then I was like, wait, why is there a second Lucas Goldberg on? I was like, wait, these are two totally different guys. And, but other than that, I wanted to go into Franco Antonioli. Tell me about the impact that he's made so far. I mean, he has quite the wingspan and quite the aggressive nature in goal. Tell me about this guy. No, yeah, what an athlete. I mean, he's he's incredible. He's a great guy, great great on the pitch, that's for sure. Um, no, yeah, I mean, he's incredible. Like, some of the saves he's made is unbelievable. And I've never, like, had a goalkeeper of that caliber on my team, and it's great to have one like that, that's for sure. Um, but I think one of the things that I – find like amazing is how he distributes distributes the ball like with his feet like he can ping it like with the side volley like anywhere he wants and it'll be perfectly placed like it's it's unbelievable and honestly you don't even see some pro goalkeepers do that stuff so like and I remember talking with like I don't know some of my teammates and we were like if anyone were to go pro on our team it'd be him like he's he's unbelievable but yeah the impact he's had on this team is is great he has that leadership in him as well so yeah, he's he's fantastic. Now, we didn't see him in the Nova Southeastern game. I believe that was because of a red card, correct? Yeah, that is correct. I mean, he was in the game, but like three or four minutes in or whatever, he ended up getting a red card. Uh, what happened was, um, I don't know, it was something like the kid was on, like threw on, they like chipped it in behind, and uh, the guy like, or Franco barely got the ball first, but, like, I don't know if it was enough for them to be, like, yeah, he got, like, it was no foul, but he he barely got the ball, and he cleared the kid out afterwards, and if he didn't clear him out, obviously, the kid was through on goal, and it was a wide-open goal, but, I mean, yeah, I was, it was a really unfortunate, like, event, like, that doesn't happen every day, where that kid's, like, in behind like that, and he barely hits the ball, and, like, it was just super unfortunate, but, now, another unfortunate event that we've seen was the Carson Newman game that was played for a half. I don't know if y'all played them again yet, but I know that y'all had to play for a half, then there was a rain delay, then there was a cancellation, and it was 1-0 at the half. And I believe y'all were going to repeat that. So what happened exactly? Yeah, so it's it's weird. I've never had, like, I've never witnessed this, like, ever like I've never seen this ever and I think our coach is telling me too like he's never had this happen to him in his like life of being a coach like he's always like played through a game or like but yeah the the storm was terrible like it was lightning dump and rain like it was crazy but yeah so what happened it was like we end up going up one nil and like literally right before like they called off the game we were like 30 minutes into the game there's like 15 minutes left or I think it was like 12 but anyways like 12 minutes left in the first half and there's lightning that strikes like whatever not super far and they have to call off the game and they're like all right so it's like 30 minutes or whatever uh every time a new lightning bolt strikes within like 10 miles or something they have to like repeat it 
like reset the timer of 30 minutes and it just kept on going and the storm was just coming straight at us. So like, there's no way we could restart that game. Um, well, I mean, they were thinking about it, but like, it was like an hour and a half later. And I was like, I mean, we would be playing at like midnight at that point, And the other team would be like, Carson Newman would be like in the cafe and be getting some food or something. And we're just sitting in the locker room doing nothing. So yeah, they just, they called off the game, but the good news is that we will go back to them and it'll just reset from where it was. I think they called it off at a corner for us. Mm-hmm. And it'll be 1-0, 12 minutes left in the first half, and then it'll just reset like, like normal. So that's, that, that's good that they did that. I was, yeah. I was talking to a lot of my teammates, and they were, like, they were surprised they did that because a lot of them were thinking if it went, like if it was even less than like 30 minutes played, and even if we were up 1-0, they were just going to call it like off and we just restart the game from scratch, which would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. But they did the right thing. So so you think this was the fair and right way to go about this? Oh, for sure. I mean, and also, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm biased about it. I mean, if you're up 1-0, like you can't take, you can't take a goal away from like a team. And especially because I had the assist for the goal. So you need to, <laughs> I need to stack up the stats. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, but anyways, yeah, you can't take away a goal from a team. It's just like it's just not fair. So they they for sure did the right thing. Now, speaking of goals, all of your goals came in the latter part of the season last year. Are we going to see that again cuz currently you're scoreless? Yeah, you hate to see it. But um anyways, uh hopefully, I mean, I can't guarantee goals, and I can't guarantee where I play either. Like, sometimes I'm playing as a defensive mid. Sometimes I'm playing as a winger, as a center attacking mid. So, I, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe the ball will fall, with me, fall to me one time and I'll bag a goal. But it's really, it's really up for – I don't care about scoring goals, really. I want, I want the team to succeed, and that, that's what's most important. So, now, Do you think your strengths lie in your versatility? Because you mentioned how you've been able to play pretty much everything except for back line. Do you think that's where your strength lies, or what do you think is the strongest part of your game? Uh, I, I mean, uh, that's for sure, like, a big factor of, like, um, like my, my skill factor for just, like, yeah, you understand. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's for sure up there. And also, I think my energy, like, I don't know. I think that was a big key last year to buy success. And even, like, I was surprised as a freshman to have, like, such an impact for, like, energy-wise. But, uh, yeah, this year I'd still say the same thing. But energy is so, like, contagious. And when you see someone working hard, you want to just be right there with them and be like, I'm going to work just as hard or even harder for them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that that energy was a big factor and also that versatility. Like, I can play in multiple positions and and coaches, like, he's – comfortable with me in any of those positions. So, Now, you mentioned the impact you made as a freshman last season. Tell me about this freshman class that we have. It's actually one of the biggest freshman classes, I believe, that the soccer team has had in over 10 years, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, there's some – there's a lot of new – yeah, it was like, I don't know, 14 new people. I wouldn't say they were all freshmen, though. Like, Franco, he liked some – I don't know. He had some, like, credits, so he's a sophomore – um, but yeah, most of them were freshmen and it was, it was a big class. And even last year was a big class too. We had like 10 new people, but yeah, it was, it's, it's a rebuild stage. And in next year and two years from now, I mean, this team's going to be serious, like competing for hopefully national titles. So now how do you think that's going to happen? 
tell me the process in which, if you were a coach, how would you make that happen? You're saying the national titles, or yes, just just getting to that point, getting to that caliber. Um, I mean, I think a big, well, a key thing to our success this year is mentality, and I think if you really have that mentality throughout a whole season, which has mm-hmm. been our problem this year, then I mean, there's bound to be success, and yeah, I mean, if you. I think that's the key thing when it comes for for our team because there's speci- there's different like things for different teams like some teams it might not be like going into a game like knowing I don't I don't know there's there's different things for different teams but I think specifically for this team if we want to get to those like that that ranking like mentality it, it's just we need to have the mentality that okay we we're down zero one before the game even started so we need to get back into it like putting the team the other team on the back foot, like being dirty, being like being nasty. Like you need to have that like dog in you. You know what I mean? That's that, that mentality is what like, what, what really helps this team. And if we do that for the next couple of years, it could be dangerous for other teams. Have that dog in you. I like that. Now you have some killer speed. I mean, you are by far one of the fastest guys I've ever seen on the pitch. Have you ever considered running track? Have you ever considered doing anything with that speed besides being on the pitch? Because it obviously helps. No, yeah. I mean, I remember high school. I was trying to run track, but I think, like, soccer and track was the same season. And I was like, I, I didn't want to just, like, ruin my, like, soccer or whatever. It was, it was too much. <laughs> but um, Tiago Perez on our team, uh, he, he, did, like, he did track last year as well, and he, he's really fast as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've considered it for sure. Like people tell me I'm fast and and everything, and I've considered it. But it's just I don't know. It's too much for me. My I'm starting to get old now. Like I'm 20, so. <laughs> me and you both, man. Me and you both, dude. I'm feeling it in my knees especially. Now this team y'all have is very special. What in the past you know year and a half you've been here has been your favorite memory with these guys? Wow, I'd say. Barry's up there for sure. Um, now nah, Barry's for sure number one. But I, I, I'll say something from like from last season. Um, last season, what was like very special? I don't know. I just I think just the relationship I had with like the whole team was super special. Like those seniors that left were just like they meant like they they were just fantastic. Like great leadership. Like great humans and just like I saw one like the other day and it was just like so emotional like they're just friends that like you'd have forever and hopefully they'll be at your they'll probably be at your wedding type so just like those relationships you created with people and not just like seniors like there's some other people left that left that like just like had to go and those relationships were just fantastic so having those was just like I don't know a memory for sure I'll have that will last forever so Lucas, that's awesome. Now, as we approach the final segment, I just have to ask you, are you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Of course. How ready are you? I'm very ready. Here we go. All right, Lucas. What is your favorite sports drink? Oh, no, the rapid-fire. Gatorade. What is your favorite exercise ever? Ooh, uh, incline dumbbell press. The best color? Green. Without a doubt, green? Uh, yeah, like a, like an olive green. Olive green, I see. Favorite soccer club? Real Madrid. 
<laughs> and your favorite teammate. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to cause some controversy. Uh, I'd rather. I love them all. There we go. Great answer. Ladies and gentlemen, ask me questions and athletes. Lucas Goldberg, any last thing you want to say to all your adoring fans? I know I have a lot of fans out there. Um, just want to shout out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, th- it was great. I-, I love having this interview. So maybe one day, maybe in a couple of years' times, we'll do this again, and hopefully some things have changed. So some new things, maybe new color I like. Maybe it's not Gatorade. So. <laughs> All good things in the future with Lucas Goldberg. Lucas, thank you again. I appreciate it, man. That's been it for Questions and Athletes. We'll see you later.